Welcome to the Never Too Early Fantasy Football Podcast, where it is never too early for fantasy football. My name is Jeff. And I'm Alex. As always, thank you for downloading, listening, liking, and commenting on our podcast videos. Please join our community by subscribing to us on the socials. Our handle on all platforms is at N2E Fantasy. We are also available on all major podcasting apps by searching N2E Fantasy. Alex, what do we have on today's show? Today's show is our primer for the Week 13 NFL season matchups, and we can just talk about who we're picking for those matchups and who we are starting for these matchups and any other fantasy relevant aspects. It is, in fact, by, by Mageddon Part 2. It's coming back with a vengeance just in time for those of you who are trying to make the playoffs and to uh, mess you guys up as you're trying to fight for your, your playoff spot. We have the Ravens, Bills, Bears, Vikings, Giants, and Raiders all on by kind of abysmal for for some of you guys we can start with a few tough matchups here and the first one thursday night the seahawks at the cowboys jeff do you think the seahawks have a chance to beat the cowboys no i do not i believe the cowboys will win this matchup and win it pretty handedly and in this particular matchup i'm going to start dak pollard charbonnet lamb cooks metcalf and a locket those are going to be my must starts ferguson is kind of on the outside looking in as they start to work shoemaker into their lineup more and more alex who do you have in this matchup and who did i miss from who i'm starting Okay, so we are waiting to hear about Kenneth Walker to see if he's going to be healthy enough to play. Probably not at this point. I don't trust Charbonnet against the Dallas defense. So I, if you can, I'd put him on the bench. But some of you may have to put him in as a start spot. I think that Pollard is probably going to be a good game for him. Maybe Dodal, if the Cowboys get ahead, they might actually hand it off to him and rest up pollard for playoffs but i think you're gonna have to start all the receiving options so metcalf lockett jsn lamb and cooks maybe ferguson as well so i would agree with you there prescott starting him geno smith if you can avoid it uh i would bench him this week but if you have to start him then you got to do what you have to do but i am picking the cowboys for this one part of me is hoping for an upset but i think that the cowboys probably win this one agree completely on that one um hopefully it'll be a good matchup in a standalone matchup but let's move on to the cardinals at the steelers tell me who you have in this matchup and who you're starting it's easy to look at the records like arizona's two and ten and pittsburgh seven and four and decide it that way but i think it's going to be a fairly close game i still have the steelers winning and i think that kenny pickett will throw two touchdowns for the first time in two years so I, I would start Kenny Pickett. I would start Kyler Murray. I think they're going to hopefully use him on the ground as well this week. Harris and Warren had started the running back spot or flex uh, for the, the Steelers there. And Connor, I feel like with all the teams that are on bye, you might have to have Connor in an RB2 or flex. Oh, the receivers are more difficult. I think that I trust the tight ends more. So Fryermuth and Trey McBride. I think that this could be a George Pickens week if I'm picking between him and Deontay Johnson. So I would consider starting Pickens as flex. Desperation, wide receiver three. I think that Deontay Johnson, if you have a better option, you might sit on the bench, but you might be able to get away with him as a wide receiver three or flex as well. 
And to me, it's kind of a toss-up between Marquise Brown and Rondell Moore. I feel like one of them is going to do something this week, and it's not guaranteed it's going to be either one. I think Brown's probably the one with the hot hand a little bit going into this week, so maybe I'd lean towards him. And I'd be curious to see if Michael Wilson is playing this week. He might be a desperation play if he is. But give me the Steelers in this matchup. Jeff, who do you have and who did I miss? Yeah, I want to see what uh, Kyler can do with Michael Wilson. Like that is one of the things that I want to see down the stretch. I'm really excited to start Pat Fryermuth in a league where I'm desperate at tight end this week. But uh, I do believe that with Matt Canada gone, you probably can start Pickens, Johnson, and Fryermuth because I do believe they're going to throw more. I'm leaning more towards the Harris side of the backfield. And uh, I, I, I just believe that this is the way that this offense is going to slowly move. They're going to put a lot on Kenny Pickett's plate and just see what he has. And uh, for that reason, I'm going to go the Steelers. And you went the Steelers as well, right, Alex? All right. So we are in agreement on the first two matchups. Let's see if that remains the same with this next matchup, and that's the Falcons at the Jets. It's not a fun matchup at all. Jeff, who here is still startable? <laughs> this is going to be one of the smaller games of the week. I'm going to start both running backs and Bijan and Hall, and I am going to also start the two lead receivers in Drake London and Garrett Wilson. Whew. This matchup here is tough because they... I just don't see either team being good and I don't see either team running away with this matchup. And for that reason, I'm going to take the home team and the better defense in the jets. Okay. I, I'm not starting any quarterback in this matchup. I agree with you with the running backs. Agree with you with the wide receiver spots. I don't think there's much difference. I, I can say I would consider both of these defenses. If that helps you guys, I am going to take Atlanta. I think that they have a little bit more offense in them and i don't know if the jets defense is good enough to help them win with how abysmal their offense is so i'm going atlanta in this one. Oh, right do you agree though that the jets are the better defense in this matchup oh for sure for sure i think that could lend to some points there and that is i'm expecting like a 13 to 10 game or maybe even like a 12 to 9 game if it's just field goals okay shall we move on to your Panthers at the Buccaneers, Jeff. Who do you have winning this matchup? So I am going to start three players and three players alone in this matchup. I'm going to start Rashad White. I'm going to start Mike Evans, and I'm going to start Chris Godwin. Um, if I can, I'm going to leave Baker Mayfield on the bench. I understand that it's a short, small week, but the reason for that is he is pretty banged up at this point, and without his running ability, I don't see him I don't I don't see a lot coming from this matchup from him. So the Panthers fired their head coach and typically teams that fire a coach have a boost. You see what happened with um the Raiders when they fired McDaniels. So I am thinking for that reason that I am going to go the Carolina Panthers in this matchup and the main reason for that is because that Baker Mayfield was their quarterback last year and i i just expect them to know his in and out and his flaws and everything on that level what are your thoughts on that one? Oh boy um i i think that if baker mayfield starts like if he's healthy enough to start i think that he is in contention to play this week with all the the bye weeks 
I think that Adam Thielen is still a wide receiver three option for you guys as well. That Those are the only two I kind of differ with as far as who we're, we're playing. I think that Tampa Bay is going to beat Carolina. I, I think that they're the better team. And I, I think that they are going to want to bounce back from a couple disappointments of late. So I'm going Tampa Bay. All right. So here's the thing with this here. Um, there is a report out there that the team may look to be using their younger receivers. So just start Adam Thielen with caution this week. I'm putting him on the bench in a bunch of my leagues because if Carolina decides to go in a youth movement and go in a different direction, the, it's a distinct possibility this week. Well, do you think Mingo would be usable this week then? He probably would be, but I would need to see it one week. First. So like, that's why I'm not, that's why I didn't, put any of them in my start column because i just i don't trust any of them right now so it's just it's a trust factor so if if i'm desperate and i need to figure out a third wide receiver or a flex and my options are between adam thielen chris godwin or throwing a dart throw with mingo which of those three would you start how would you rank those three I'm probably starting Chris Godwin, but that's only because I believe in his talent the most out of the three. And you were asking about a Carolina running or a wide receiver for this game. Basically, Terrace Marshall is the one that I would look out for for this game as well because Ooh. they've been they've been benching him a lot lately. But he did have some early season chemistry with with Young, and he may see the field in this matchup. Okay, all right, and that's coming from a Carolina fan, so just keep that yep. in, in mind. He might know a little bit more than the average person on the Panthers state. So we can move on to the Lions at the New Orleans Saints. Lions, I think, should be looking for a bounce back here, but so should the Saints. So, Jeff, who are we picking this one? This is two teams that are not playing well right now. I could see the Saints defense giving the Lions offense some fits, but overall, the Derek Carr is just not playing well at all. But with that being said, I would still start Olave if he's if if Olave is playing and can clear all of his protocols to get uh, back on the field. And I would start Kamara from the Saints. And then I am going to start pretty much every skill position player. St. Brown is probably the only receiver that I would, would play for the Lions. But for this reason, I'm going to go the Lions in this matchup because I do believe in their fantasy weapons more. And usually that attributes to more points. And for that reason, I'm going to go to the Lions in this matchup, but I, I don't have a strong feel in this matchup. Okay. I, I'm i starting all the Lions players, and I am starting Kamara <clears throat> Olave. I think I'd start Taysom Hill. I agree with you with Carr. I think he's really like a, a desperation play at this point, or maybe quarterback two. Um. But that is pretty much it for who I'd start. I mean, I'm obviously starting Laporta every week as well. But I'm going to stick with the Lions. I'm going to stick with them. <laughs> I knew you would. Yep. But They're your ride or I, die this year. But they have struggled of late. I mean, New Orleans has as well. I don't think that it's a given that Detroit wins. I just favor them in this particular matchup. So we It'll be a good matchup, turns out. but it may not be oh, a no? pretty matchup. Oh, yeah, that's fair. That's fair. <laughs> <laughs> so we'll move on to the Colts at the Titans. Let me know who you're starting in this matchup and uh, who you're picking. 
Okay, so two of my my team's rivals here, and uh, <laughs> uh, what I would like is for Tennessee to win this one, but I think the Colts probably have to be favored at this point. Minshew is an option at quarterback if you don't have a better one. Levis is a, <laughs> a lottery ticket. He, he might have an okay game, but then again, he's fully capable of collapsing. So uh, low floor, potentially high ceiling option if, if you need one. Starting Henry, starting Zach Moss, since Jonathan Taylor is out with that thumb injury. Starting Pittman for sure. Downs and Hopkins are like wide receiver threes or flexes for me. I don't think there's anything else that I would I would pick on these two teams. So I'm going to stick with that. And I, I think that Indianapolis probably wins it. But for the Texans' sake, I hope Tennessee wins it this week. Yeah, um, I can see that as well. We, The Taylor injury is going to throw a wrench in a lot of fantasy players' plans this week. So, But some people already have Moss as a backup. He's not quite as good of a running back as Taylor, so it will be a little bit of a downturn there. Um, in this matchup, I am going to go the Colts and that's only because of what I saw last week. And I know that's a little bit of recency bias, but the Titans barely could put away the Panthers and the Colts pretty handedly put away the Buccaneers. So I feel like the Colts can go on the road in a divisional matchup and win this matchup pretty easily. Okay. So we're both going Colts. Okay. Let's see if we differ on this next matchup. We have the Chargers at the Patriots, and Jeff, both of these teams have been major uh, disappointments and have been on the uh, the side of... Uh, I can't talk. Both of these teams <laughs> have been teams that you have picked, and it's not worked out, so they, they resulted in some losses for you. Which one are you choosing in this one, and who are you starting? So I'm going to go with the Chargers in this matchup, because as you have alerted me to it is better to pick against the patriots so we're just going to roll with whatever you had said last week in that regards uh i'm going to start herbert eckler stevenson keenan allen and demario douglas if he is playing because he did leave last game anyone that i'm missing and your pick sir I, which i can guess i'm also going the chargers in this one i'm not doing any crazy upset this week Agree with you, starting Eckler, starting Stevenson, Keenan Allen. Those are the ones I'm most sure about. <sighs> I mean, if you absolutely need to plug somebody in in the running back spot, Elliot, maybe you can get away with him. So that that's the one I, consider, I would consider if your guys are all out for the injury or bye week. But I wouldn't feel great. It's just I'm sure he, he's available in a lot of leagues. I'm, I'm sure he's on the waivers for most leagues. Um, that's it, man. I don't. I don't like Douglas. I don't maybe Hunter Henry, maybe, but again, I don't feel great about that. So I expect the chargers get a win here. I hope for their sake that it's a big win too, because they, they need it. Yeah. This is where they could really write their season, but I would almost lock up the chargers. I would, I would feel that confident if I still had the chargers available and I was still alive in a, in a survivor pool. Okay. Let's move on to what I hope is a high-scoring affair, and that is the Dolphins at the Washington Commanders. Jeff, is there any chance of a Commanders upset this week? So there's always a chance of an upset when it comes to the Dolphins because the Dolphins run a track meet style. And what that looks like is if they don't get out to that fast start, there's always a chance that a team 
hangs around and wins, or there's always a chance that Tua makes a mistake and helps the other team hang around and win. Um, the Commanders are a team that can upset pretty much any team in the league, in my opinion, because they do have the firepower to do that. And I am going to pick the Dolphins in this matchup, but I think this will be a much closer matchup than most will think. And I'm going to start everybody in this matchup, including Achan, if he is playing. Um, I'm going to start um, four pass catchers for the Commanders. I'm going to start McLaurin, Samuel, Dotson, Thomas, and then just the pass catchers from the Dolphins side is just Hill and Waddle. But, uh, but yeah, I'm Brian Robinson. I love Brian Robinson as well what are what are your thoughts and who did i miss oh okay so i no, i agree with everything that you said about who we're playing i just i can't tell man if this is going to be like a 35 to 34 kind of game i don't know if the dolphins are going to put up 70 in this one i don't i don't know if the commanders are going to upset this is it's very up in the air i know everyone wants to go miami because the record they're leading their their division um, they've got some really good talent, but as you pointed out, Washington also has a lot of offensive talent. I think in some ways, Sam Howell is a better quarterback than Tua is at this point. So I wouldn't put it past them to get the upset. I'm trying to think, completely looking agree. at Washington's schedule. This might be the last chance for a win for the rest of the year because they they play the Rams after the bye week and the Rams look like they're getting hot. The Jets have a really good defense, and Washington struggled against good defenses. But so does San Francisco, so does Dallas, and that's who they play to, to end the year. So I, ooh, I don't know if I wanted to go for the upset. You know what, man? You wanted to, do but it. I don't I'm know if you trust them. them. I don't think I, you no, trust, I don't them, trust them. I don't trust them, but I, there's something about Miami that I don't quite buy yet. So uh, you know what? Let me just let me just think about this a little bit longer. Hang on one second. Let me look at some stuff, figure some stuff out. <laughs> Run some calculations. <laughs> Crunch some numbers. Yeah, I'm going to go Washington with this one. I'm holding you to it, but uh, I know you don't feel great about it. No, no. No, I don't. I mean, this, this is, is a team that almost lost to, to the Raiders, so I'm going to do it. This is your, this is like your crazy pick of the week is the best way to put it. Yeah, I think that's, yeah, that's the only one that's going to be crazy. So <laughs> let's move on to what looks like it's going to be a really good matchup with the Broncos at the Texans. Jeff, as an outsider, <laughs> I'm curious to see who you're picking in this one. All right. So we have the red hot, white hot, whatever you want to call hot Broncos coming into town against the Texans that had a disappointing loss. Uh, the Broncos defense have, has been quietly great down this down these last five games. In this matchup, I'm going to start Stroud and Wilson because we are going to be a little quarterback deprived this week. And Wilson, I believe, is quarterback 12 or 13 on the season, if not a little bit higher than that. I'm going to start both starting running backs in Singletary and Javante Williams. I know Singletary didn't get the amount of carries that we would have liked last week. Pierce also didn't get the amount of carries that we would have liked last week. So it's just like, it was a little perplexing of a game plan by the Texans last week. And I'm hoping they'll write that ship, but I, I feel comfortable starting Sutton and Collins and Dell and probably even Dalton Schultz. Now the wrench in there could be Noah Brown, but 
for all of the reasons that I just listed, the firepower is all going to come from the Texans side of the field. So I'm going to go the Texans in this matchup that they can bounce back after a disappointing loss last week. And uh, I think they can snap the Broncos five game winning streak. Alex, what are your thoughts? Uh, this is going to be a very close game. I, I think in some ways it's, it's going to mirror the Texans Jaguars game last week. I don't think it's going to be as high scoring as fans want <clears throat> to me. Both of these defenses are, starting to hit their stride a little bit better. So I think it's going to be a defensive matchup. And I think it's going to be about who has the least amount of turnovers. There is a higher chance that the Texans can overcome turnovers than, than the Broncos, in my opinion, just because of the explosiveness of like a Tank Dell. And, and I think that Tank Dell and Nico Collins are better receiving options than Cortland Sutton and Jerry Judy. I think you also have Dalton Schultz, who has been a very solid tight end quietly out there. I I am picking the Texans, but as a Texans fan, I don't feel confident about this matchup. This could this could go either way, in my opinion. So what's your final answer? I said Texans. All right. You're flipping the coin and you're also going with your team. I thought you were hedging a little bit again because you said this one could go either way. Yeah, it, it could, but I'm going to stay true to, to the Texans. I'm going to support them, so I'm choosing the Texans. You'll have to admit the last few weeks that I've done really good picking between our two teams. Like last yeah. week, I picked I picked the Panthers to lose to the Titans, and you picked them to win. And you also picked the Texans to beat the Jaguars, and I picked the Jaguars. So I think that I have been pretty good at picking our two teams because I feel like that's the two teams that I'm most honed in on. And I went Panthers and Texans this week. So I, I think like the Panthers the, might get a boost. I feel like it was the opposite at the beginning of the year. but Maybe, but I'm just oh. tuned in. My senses are like, <laughs> okay. my spidey senses are tingling. Oh, All right, right. Use, your Peter, use, your, use your Peter Tingle. Let's go. Okay, let's move on to the Browns at the Rams. And this is another matchup that is uh, probably not going to be a fun one to watch, in my opinion. Jeff, who do you think has the edge between the, the Browns and the Rams? So I'm going to go the Rams in this matchup. I'll, st- I'll get kicked right off with this. I just don't think the Browns have enough firepower to match what uh, Kyron Williams, Puka, Cup, even Higby can be thrown in there. I don't know who's going to be starting at quarterback at, for the Browns. And that really does matter. Um, I know they have a great defense, but it does matter. The defense just has to be demoralized with the um, with the quarterback play that they're getting. I'm not going to start Moore or Cooper this week because I, I don't know who court, who's the quarterback. If DTR is in, I'll probably start Moore. But if Flacco's playing, I'm not going to start either of them. I would be comfortable starting both Ford and Njoku just because I believe that there's going to be a safety outlet for the quarterback and it'll probably be both the quarterback and the tight or the running back and the tight end. So, but give me the Rams in this matchup. Let me know what I missed and uh, who you got. Oh, so I'm just looking for updates on miles Garrett, the, the edge rusher for the Browns. Cause I think he is the, the linchpin in the Browns defense. I know that he had a shoulder injury last week. It's looking like he's probably going to play, but I don't know how effective he's going to be. And maybe Joe Flacco starting, maybe uh, P.J. Tucker is. And I'm not optimistic about either one of those starting this week against the Rams. You still have, if not a good one, a good defense, a pretty solid defense. And Stafford is clearly the best quarterback. I think that the weapons that Stafford has with Puka and Cup and Tutu Atwell, I think that they are better as a unit than the Browns currently as well. 
So I, I am also going the Rams. Uh, might have changed my mind if I felt Miles Garrett would be more effective this week, but it would be close regardless. So I'm going Rams. Yeah, and he definitely won't be at 100%. I don't think he plays this week. I think it was at least a one-week injury that he'll be out. Yeah, it seems like he might have dislocated his shoulder, but they haven't outright, outright said it. Yep. You know, they like to play games until they absolutely have to say something. Well, I don't know what else it could be. If he said he heard a pop and they say there's no structural damage, that, to me, indicates a dislocated shoulder. But that's because I've had yeah. one before, so I know what that's like. How long did it take you to come back to the football field after that? Oh, man. I actually did it playing rugby, and my shoulder is still not the same more than a decade later. Hmm. All right. Let's move on to probably the game of the week, and that is the 49ers at the Eagles. And these two teams are the two best teams in the NFC. They're, it's possibly the NFC championship game played during the regular season. So... I am very curious what you were going to say for this, but I will go ahead and start off here saying that I think we are both probably going to say start all the skill position players for both teams. So that's quarterbacks, Brock Purdy for the 49ers, Jalen Hurts for the Eagles, starting Christian McCaffrey at running back, starting Swift at running back, starting Brandon Ayuk, George Kittle, Debo Samuel, starting A.J. Brown, starting uh, Smith. Um, I don't know if Goddard is coming back or not so i'm leaving him off the list but everyone else i'm starting it looks like it is in philadelphia so i am i'm gonna go with philadelphia in this one i think that both defenses will be very crucial in this matchup but i think that brock birdie is going to be more affected by the eagles than than uh hurts is by san francisco and that kind of seals the deal for me so i'm going philadelphia Oh, right. So I am also going to go the Eagles in this matchup. I agree with everyone that you're starting and sitting, and it has been the Eagles' big game uh, attitude lately that that's making me go for them in this matchup. But it's definitely going to be the matchup of the late window and probably the matchup of the week. And you said this is the best two teams in the NFC. This might be the best two teams in the NFL. Yep, that's very true. Okay. Let's move on. We got two games left. So we have the Chiefs at the Packers. Jeff, who do we trust in this matchup and who are you picking? This is, this is, matchup seems better now that this week after watching last week than it did previously. Would you agree with that? Yeah, I would agree with that. So uh, with that being said, I'm obviously going to be starting Mahomes. I'm going to be starting Jordan Love in this matchup because the way that he came out and played last week in like a standalone game gives me hope that he's going to do that again i'm going to start aaron jones if he's playing if he's not dylan of course pacheco i'm going to start rasheed bryce i'm just going to go all in on rasheed rice here and i'm going to start watson reed dobbs and kelsey um i just i think that i think in that order too i would do watson then reed then dobbs if i had a choice this matchup is going to be a lot closer than anyone would have ever thought it would be. And I am going to put my money in my chips on Patrick Mahomes in this matchup because he is the better quarterback. And in the end, I believe the better quarterback will come out with the victory here. Okay. So I, I'm going Kansas city. I, I think that both defenses are, are pretty solid, but Kansas city's defense has been very good. And I think that, 
it's going to be the Isaiah Pacheco show. I think that you start Kelsey. Um, I think that you start Mahomes. I wouldn't start Jordan Love this week unless my regular guy is out. I don't trust AJ Dillon. I'm curious to see if Aaron Jones is back this week or not. If he is, I would prefer him out of who I would start on the receiving side for Green Bay. For me, it's Reed, Dobbs, Watson, and then Kraft is also a potential fill-in at tight end if yours is out. And that's because it looks like Musgrave is out for probably the rest of the season. So I, I think that Kraft will start to get more and more targets. So I'm going Kansas City like you. All right. So that brings us to our last matchup, which we have a lot of agreements is this week. That brings us to our last matchup, which I, I believe we'll have a, a, in another agreement here. But I'll let you break it down and let me know who you're picking for this matchup. So this is the Bengals at the Jaguars. And if Joe Burrow was playing, this would be a very, very good matchup to watch. But he's not. I think that even though they're in a bad spot, you have to keep playing Mixon. You have to keep playing Chase. Um, it depends on if Higgins is playing or, or Fort, like where they are at. But if Higgins is not playing, I'd, I'd put Boyd in. If Higgins is playing, I think both of them move to kind of a flex wide receiver three, wide receiver four type. Roll on the Jaguar side. I am starting Trevor Lawrence. I am starting ETN. I'm uh, starting both Kirk and Ridley as well as Ingram. I think that it's still going to be a low scoring game. I don't think that Jacksonville gets into the 30s. I think they'll probably win like 21 to, to 6 or like 24 to 10 or something like that. I, I just don't have faith in Cincinnati to be super competitive in this game. But I do think that their defense can cause trouble for Jacksonville a little bit. But I'm going Jacksonville. Yeah, yeah, I would agree with that. Jacksonville's a defense that I would grab and start this week as a one-week by-week fill-in. Um, they're just a team that's going to be playing an undermanned team. So it's just something that um, to be on the lookout for. Um, if you are desperate at defense, I just don't see how the Bengals score points in this game. And that's, that's the name of the game. Give me the Jaguars in this one. And this is another potential lock. If you haven't taken the Jaguars yet. All right. Uh, I think that we are starting to get more in a grants, uh, as the season goes on. That does it for this episode of the never too early fantasy football podcast. Thank you all for downloading or listening to this episode. Please do not forget to like and subscribe. Please leave us a comment and share the show. Every little bit helps, guys. You can find us on all podcasting apps by searching N2E Fantasy and with our handle at N2E Fantasy on all social media platforms. Please join our community and give us a follow. Until next time, take care of yourselves. And remember, it's truly never too early for fantasy football. Thank you again. Bye, everybody.